Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Orbital Command and Squid discuss how to make anything cross-chain. Let's take a listen. Good morning, world. This is Dr. Doscoin. Um, today's going to be a little bit of a tricky one. I've got a guest coming in in a moment. But first, uh, just a quick explanation about the voice. Ah... Uh, I've lost it. So, one or the other, Orbital Command team are jumping in momentarily to assist with the questioning for uh, our guest today, which is Squid. Be with me two seconds. Good morning, Fig. GM, GM, I'm so sorry about your voice. <laughs> the timing's not ideal, but um, as I said, we've got uh, Debs. Deeps DeFi is going to come in and, and help ask some questions that I've prepared. But, uh, yeah, I had a uh, I had an, in, an incident yesterday. Well, no, sorry, day before, where I was attacked by a couple of dogs. And uh, I yelled at the dogs so loud that I lost my voice. <laughs> so there you have it. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know whether to laugh or be sorry for you, but I think it's going to be better. It sounds ridiculous. It sounds, like, oh, it sounds like a Sesame Street voice. I think that's kind of fun for <laughs> that, don't you think? <laughs> totally. Um, all right, I'll bring Deeps up now. <clears throat> and I'll, I'll just say, as we're getting Deeps up, I'll set the uh, kind of agenda here. And the way these typically run for anyone that's not tuned into a little command space before. Um, oh, there we go. It helps yeah. if I hold my throat. Yeah, I'm, I'm on um, now. <laughs> Um, legend sounds like you got him up to speed man i'm i'm so sorry to hear that like this was this was kind of like news to me as well but well that's that's wild i you know i hope your your voice comes back soon but you know we work together as a team here right well i'll I'll cover down we'll make sure this space happens right hundred percent so i've just found this like squeezing my voice box kind of helps but um the general the general outlay of these calls uh, usually we do sort of 25 to 30 minutes uh, sort of one-on-one Q&A between uh, OC and the project we're talking with. Uh, we open up the floor usually midway for questions from the audience. Uh, and at the end of it, we just want to make sure that everyone feels more informed than when they first got here. So uh, then that's the, sort of the agenda and the outcome today. And the purpose of the call is to get to know Squid. Um, also, the, I'll set it off just by saying, you know, all these spaces are recorded by uh, TerraSpaces. You can view them at terraspaces.org or listen to them there and also on Spotify. It does great work. Uh, and, of course, if you are not familiar with Squid, we've got Fig on today. And so I'll get this call started by just saying, 
for, for anyone that's not familiar with Squid at this point, um, can you give us a bit of an idea of who you are, who we got on the call today, um, and what and what is Squid? Adam sort of explains me like I'm five level, and uh, and then we'll do a bit of a high level deep dive. And I've also provided Debs with the template and, and some questions and things. So um, feel free to kind of uh, operate the, the speaking role there, Debs. Sounds good. I'll, I'll jump up. Oh, you want to go, James? Or I'm happy to no, go uh, for have it. Cool. Go. Um, yeah. So my name's Fig. I'm one of the co-founders of Squid, which is the um, the cross-chain swap and messaging protocol built on top of Axelar. Um, and so what that means is you can swap any two tokens um, between any two chains. And that's using, you know, Axelar for the EVM component and then IPC for the uh, Cosmos component. Um, and yeah, I'm, um, I mean, my background, I'm, uh, I'm technical, but at the moment I'm doing, as you can imagine, I guess, like a bunch of things, so not getting to do too much to have work recently. But um, yeah, I actually studied studied uh, medicine in Australia, and then you know, went through a few things, doing work as a developer and designer, and then I uh, worked in finance for a little bit before going into crypto. Um, yes, that's me. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's great. Um, and, and I, I'm, I'm curious, right? So you know, you talk about this idea of you know cross chain messaging, one click swaps. Um, and and for those who don't know, maybe, maybe they don't have a whole lot of experience with with Squid. But but what kind of led you to this vision? Like how did how did your team get here? What, why did you choose to to um, build this protocol? Yeah, so we had um, our journey was yeah we had a long one. We we actually started out um, validating as well, um, running some infrastructure, and you know part of that was running. Um, a bridge to Ethereum, um, sort of the validator set we were part of today, um, you know, had a had a bridge. So, you know, that that got me really interested as well as, um, you know, some of my friends were involved in uh, cross-chain protocols and I started researching um, a lot into cross-chain and um, our team that was working on the validator uh, sort of started moving into wanting to do Iron DeFi um, where we... Uh, we looked at doing some cross-chain applications and we looked at the different protocols that you could use, you know, Layer 0, Wormhole, um, Axelar, and, you know, settled on Axelar being the most decentralized and secure of, of all those options. And then, you know, we started working on on some projects there and, and then uh, sort of settled on Squid, which is, you know, really fortunate to be building it on Axelar. It's sort of the most... Essentially, the the most basic primitive that you could you could want. Um, so, what Axelar does is it allows you to call uh, contracts on different chains, make make transactions on any chain from your wallet. So, say you have a wallet, um, use EVM for an example. But uh, say you have a wallet on Avalanche and you want to access an application on Polygon, um, then you can uh, yeah you can do that just using your Polygon wallet. You don't need to. You know, first in the old world, you'd have to bridge funds over. Well, first you'd have to find um, an asset which you can bridge, then find a bridge that you you trust, and then bridge them over. And then once you get them over there, you have to swap them into a local asset uh, out of a bridge wrapped asset, and then you have to use the application. So 
you got these flows. I'm sure, like, um, you know, people can relate. You you find out about a new application or a new chain, and it takes it could take up to like thirty clicks or you know at least thirty minutes to just work out how to get some assets onto the onto the chain or application, let alone using it. So, what we do is we simplify all of that down into a single click, and then we provide developer tools to for app developers to now essentially expand their addressable market to anyone with a crypto wallet. So as long as um, you know your user has a crypto wallet, um, and in some cases even if just with a you know uh, with a partnerships with fiat on ramps, then a user can uh, can use your application. Um, and uh, yeah, we're, we've got some developer tools to make that super easy. Um, yeah, that's um, that that's all great to hear, and and really just just for our audience to make sure we really solidify this. Can can you explain how, you know, we we I think a lot of users maybe are familiar with Axlar and and using satellite to bridge assets a, across Cosmos and IBC. Um, can can you tell us just a little bit about in terms of the user experience, right? For a lot of the users here, how is Squid going to change that user experience for them? Yeah, so the um, the example here, say you're going to um, to Osmosis, and you um, you've got some assets on, let's say Polygon. Say you've just got Matic on Polygon. What you'd usually have to do is um, you go to Satellite, which is the Axlar's bridge application, and you put in, you know, I want to go from Polygon to Osmosis, and then you look through the assets which are supported, and you find. Um, there's all these Axlar assets on there, uh, which are bridge-wrapped assets. And then the user would have to um, you, you know, select one of them, say it's USDC. And then from satellite, they link you out um, to go to Curve, which is where you can swap native USDC into Axlar USDC, which um, you know, a lot of people might not understand why you have to do that. You know, It's another, you've got to open a new tab, you've got to sign a bunch of transactions. And then if you don't have USDC, you need to go find a DEX on Polygon to get get your USDC as well. So um, with Squid, in comparison, you go to one front end, you log in with your EVM wallet, um, you log in with your Cosmos wallet, and then you just select you know, um, Polygon, and then you can select out of any token that you have in your wallet, and then you select Osmosis and any token on Osmosis. And um, uh, yeah, you submit, you click one transaction and you get your get your tokens um so yeah we're trying to make it just as as easy as possible to get um to get your assets onto onto any application cosmos is especially where we're excited about because you know that's i think that's really been the main thing holding the cosmos ecosystem down is is how how do you get liquidity over there and um how do you onboard users in the most like efficient way because I think every click and every um, bit of research someone needs to do to get just to get their assets over there is going to you know drop off um, you know another ten percent twenty percent of um, users. So. Yeah, no, that that that's great, and it, what it really sounds like, you know, basically is that you're you're simplifying what could be normally a pretty complex or click intensive process. Like you're you're abstracting a lot of that away from the user. Um, so that you know it, it's far simpler, far more user friendly, um, and and you know you, I think you touched on 
on the transaction piece, right? Moving from one token to another, um, you know, a- after reading a little bit on Squid, and, and maybe you can expand on this some more, like, um, my understanding is that, you know, it, it will also be used for more than that, right? You'll be able to do more on, um, besides just like swapping transactions, but also using um, your native assets on foreign chains. So maybe you can kind of expand on that piece a little bit and for those who may not be aware. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's that's the vision, I guess, is to unlock like the next wave of interoperable applications. So um, you can take this sort of swap piece that we talked about um, where you, you can get any asset on any chain um, and then you you allow users to or developers to build experiences using those assets like in the same click. So it could be, for example, I want to buy an NFT on Stargaze, um, which is a Cosmos chain, but I've never been to Stargaze. I may not have even been to Cosmos before. Um, you can log in with any wallet. Ideally, where we're trying to get to is you can go to the Stargaze interface um, and you don't even know it's a Cosmos chain. You don't need to know um, you know, really anything about bridging, about blockchains even. You just have your wallet and you can pay for the NFT with whatever you have. So you start to get this experience like, you know, where you know, I, I do a lot of traveling, I have to go to conferences and things. And I just have, you know, my one debit card, which, you know, you think of it's got, it's got Visa on it. And what Visa does in the background is I can just tap my card in any country, no matter what currency it is, and I can pay for something. Visa does all the foreign exchange. Um, the vendor, like that, you know, the, the merchant that I'm buying from, whether it's like, you know, subscriptions or something in the US or it's like a, um, it's just, you know, buying a drink from somewhere in Europe. Visa does all the, all the hard work so that, you know, I've got my money and I can pay the merchant. And that's sort of where Squid's trying to sit is, you know, we do everything so that, a user is able to access any application with the money they have or with the, you know, whatever tokens they have uh, without thinking about it. And at the same time, the vendor can enable any, like this um, big, you know, uplift and exposure with the minimal effort as well. Um, Yeah. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I think you, you, you definitely brought up a lot of good points there and, um, it definitely helped me kind of, in, I, I guess, understand a little bit more of the user side and how this is going to affect it. Um, you know, I, I think now maybe transition to a point you made earlier too. Because you talked about users, but uh, the other half of the token, right, is is developers and and the tooling that y'all are building. So um, maybe you can talk a little bit about that. Like, what are some of the tools that that Squid is, you know, building and, and offering to developers and different chains and ecosystems to kind of make this this uh, cross-chain, one-click, um, you know, EVM, non-EVM, IBC uh, swaps and uh, like a reality. Yeah, yeah. So um, this is where we've got an SDK uh, and API, which allow, you know, they they help developers build these cross-chain flows um, and the way we've built it uh, on the EVM side is there's a you know there's a package called say ethers or you know there's a few others web3 which you can um, you can import and allow you to um, you know, build web3 applications basically 
Um, and what we've tried to do is make it so that the experience of building a cross-chain application is is basically the same as building a single-chain application, um, especially if you're just going from EVM to EVM. But you'll have these, uh, you know, using our SDK, you just, you know, have a simple function which um, puts in the parameters of the tokens that you want to move between chains. Um, so you're going from USDC on uh, on one chain to even just, you know, USDC on another chain. You'll have to use um, something like Squid, and then you put in your your contract call, your transaction, the tra- the normal the transaction you would usually get your user to uh, sign with their wallet. You get them to sign it on the on the source chain instead, and then Squid sort of handles everything in the background. So. For EVM, we've got uh, smart contracts, Solidity contracts on every chain, which wrap Axelar, uh, Axelar's um, contracts and then um, allow, you to allow us to do this. Um, and then in the Cosmos side, we currently with Cosmos, um, all we support is depositing, so bridging assets over to addresses. But um, Axelar's building, um, it's called general message passing, where... Essentially, the, the experience should be something similar. So the developer puts in the tokens that the user has to pay with on um, on their, uh, on their the destination chain, and then they should be able to encode the, the data, which, um, you know, maybe the transaction is buying an NFT, maybe it's uh, staking across chains, uh, maybe it's going into an LP contract. And they should be able to build that as um, all that transaction data the same way that they would for a single chain, but they plug that into our API or SDK, and then suddenly the user can now sign with their MetaMask instead of only being able to sign with Kepler or signing with um, you know another another wallet. Um, so yeah, there's those three parts. I think there's the the smart contracts, the API, and the SDK, and um, yeah, the cosmos the cosmos side is uh, is still in development, but currently we allow onboarding into the cosmos in one click. Yeah, no, that uh, that those are all you know great notes. You're know, writing them down. Um, I was a little a little curious. Uh, one thing I was kind of hoping we would get to, uh, maybe I was not as strongly alluding to it, is um, we saw a couple announcements from our side about the uh, the widget uh, that was being built. Uh, by Squid, um, and I believe you also had a, a demo and a, a spaces around it. Um, and I wondered if you could also just share a little bit of like information about that, like that tool. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. That's that's a bit of an omission um, on my part. Yeah, we've got this. Um, we've built a, a front end widget which does um, cross chain deposits and swaps. And it's an NPM package, which means like it's a JavaScript package, which you can install super quickly. We've had some partners install it, you know, in, in like an hour or so. Um, and you're able to, yeah, it's super cute where you're able to customize it with your own branding and um, and also set your own config so that, you know, default to a set, sending to a certain chain or, you know, have, have a favorite set of tokens that your users can, uh, that you can display on your front end. And then we've had yeah a bunch of partners like um, have found this just the easiest way for them to go cross chain to start with is installing this widget into their front end so that um, if you have any users who are already on your website and they don't have the the right tokens then they can use this widget sort of in in the site 
uh, to get tokens across without needing to leave. And um, yeah, we're super excited to launch that. That's that's very imminent uh, to be um, out in the world. But yeah, that's uh, that's the widget. Yeah, that that's that's great to hear. I, my next question was was when widget, right? Uh, but I guess you you said imminent, so we'll take that as <laughs> soon then. Yeah, it's soon. I mean, it's um, yeah. I can't I can't really say anything, but um, I don't think you guys will have to wait too long. It's you can you can see from the demos, it's it's basically done. So it's just just a few like loose ends we're tying off before we put it out there. Yeah, um, really awesome. Because I, I remember when I first saw the little um, screen share like video of the widget, um, it's pretty exciting to see this, right? Because uh, like maybe the piece that people forget, right, is this is this is not just IBC um, Cosmos chains, right? This is any Axelar supported chain that Squid is helping bring this functionality for. So um, for those in our audience who are kind of curious, like I pinned... Um, a link to one of Squid's uh, Squid's tweets at the top, where they they show this little video of the of the widget. Um, it's a lot of different colors, so you know if if you don't like flashing images on the screen, uh, you know maybe maybe don't look at that video. But um, pretty interesting stuff to see. Um, you know, mm -hmm. at, oh no, sorry, did you have something you want to say? Oh uh, no, it was just funny. Um, we got the I think someone was trolling saying they had epilepsy, but yeah, yeah, watch out if you do. Yeah, that's basically what I was getting at, right? If you have epilepsy, probably don't stare at that thing too long. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, but but um, you know, I think I think I did get a question actually from Doctor Dozecoin. Um, so let me let me pull it up here, and uh, I'd like to field it. And and we are getting close to that twenty five minute mark, so you know we'll get to the point where we'll start inviting people up for questions. So one moment. Okay. Um, so it, the question was, uh, so because Squid routes from DEXs to stable swaps and back to DEXs again via Axel, USDC, um, USDC pair, does that mean Squid uh, is at the mercy of USDC? So I guess a little yeah, bit of a tougher question here. <laughs> no, great question. Yeah. Um, well, we are. But um, I guess we're not too worried about it because you you can sub out um, like we've written the code, so essentially we could just change the address in our uh, in our backend or in our contracts, and then um, yeah, you know we can go to another stablecoin if we need to. So you know we like USDC has amazing adoption and good liquidity around lots of ecosystems, so it's it's really the best way for us to get the best prices, um, but if something would happen with USDC or if they started censoring or, you know, we have the option of very easily um, moving the, the routing to go through different pools. I see. Yeah, no, that, that, that makes sense. Um, I, I, I know you didn't, <laughs> I know you can't speak very well right now, Dr. Dosecoin, but do you have any follow-up or anything else you want to, you, you want to ask in regards to that? That was a pretty, that was a pretty concise answer. <laughs> You know, it was uh, my follow-up question was going to be something to the tune of, you know, what are your fail-safes? What would you do in the event that uh, something was done, you know, a top-down imposition was done on USDC? And so you've already answered it just by saying that you can ultimately change out the uh, the contract there. So that's uh, 
that was adequate for me. My follow-up question, and I've actually just sent it to Debs, which is the um, the cross-transport one. Can you ask that one, Debs? Sure can. Um, let's see. Okay, so yeah, he he was he was looking at the the widget, um, and he brought up that cross chain swap fees right now are like ten and a half USDC, um, and he's wondering if that fee is fixed forever, regardless of what is being swapped. So I'm guessing he's kind of alluding to is like, will there be dynamic fees, or is it going to be pretty much a static, uh, flat fee what it is currently? Oh no, this we're super excited about this actually. So been working with Axelar on. Um on you know routing them in the most efficient way so that we can get lower fees for users and that ten and a half dollar fee is when you're transferring from ethereum to a cosmos chain but you know what you can do with squid um, is we can transfer to another chain first and then transfer it to a cosmos chain where the fees are only a dollar fifty um, so at least in the short term, what we can do is we should be able to lower fees a little bit. Um, they're not going to be, um, yeah, they're, they're hopefully going to be, be lower than that $10.50, especially if you're going from a chain other than um, Ethereum anyway, the, the Cosmos fees are $1.50 generally. But, um, but when you're going between EVM chains, at least, for anyone who's doing that, then the fees are are actually dynamic. They're just based on the gas costs of the chain at the time. So the the ten dollars fifty and the dollar fifty that I was talking about before, what Axlar have um, have set to cover their costs for gas fees on these chains. Um, and you know, I I know from speaking to them, they're not doing that to make money. I don't think they do make money on it. Um, it's just uh, it's just to cover their bases. That so. Um, but what, what we can do with squid is like, we can route it in a more efficient way so we can bring prices down. And I'm super excited about that. Um, in terms of squid fees in the long term, we might, um, yeah, we might add fees at some point, but, uh, right now the, the protocol is free. Um, we don't have, <clears throat> have details on that, but generally it's sort of, we've had a lot of partners actually ask, how can we charge fees through this? And so we, we're thinking of a model where, um, you know, we have some contracts that the partners can charge fees that when they do so uh, yeah we might uh yeah we'll come up with with more information on that when we have it okay yeah that that's great and it, it's funny right <laughs> right as i was thinking of the question uh, dr joe's coin also pinged me with it but um so maybe you can't provide too many details on it but i guess the nat the next natural question was you know your revenue generation model like um, is that still in flux in terms of like how you're thinking about sustaining the protocol or do you have a solid plan in place? Yeah, we don't have a solid plan uh, in place for that. It's, I think total focus right now has been product and getting things, um, getting as, as good a product as we can and as many integrations as possible. Um, I think generally the, um, you know, the internal talk is, has been around charging a fee of some sort. So we don't know what, what form that could take but um you know just like any any sort of um you know how visa does even or a dex um you're taking some some portion of volume or maybe it's a fee per transaction we haven't um we haven't narrowed it down to that yet but that's where we're thinking yeah that um yeah that makes sense and and, and I, I think that's fair 
Um, so I, at this point, you know, we're about, we're about 28 minutes, almost 30 minutes in. Uh, I just would like to say to the audience, like for anyone who's listening, um, I do see some familiar faces in here. Feel free to request at any point, uh, and we will bring you up to ask a question. Um, it can be anything you can come up to say hi, <laughs> uh, but you know, don't be shy, uh, but you know, maybe we'll do a little bit of pause here, but, but if not, uh, we will just continue with um, some questions that I have uh, for Squid. So at this point, you know, just feel free to raise your hand if you if you have anything you wanna you want to ask. And I think uh, I think Doctor Dosecoin is sending me more questions. He's got he's got loads of questions. <laughs> um, he's got loads of questions, but he can't talk, right? <laughs> but it's okay. I'll I'll be his <laughs> voice today. Um, so yeah, I think this is a good point. So I, I don't see anyone right now requesting, uh, to speak, but his, his point was like trying to understand product versus product. So you look at something like ThorSwap, ThorChain, uh, which is, you know, I guess similar in terms of like swapping native assets for native assets. And then you look at something like Squid, like how would you compare and contrast these, these two products? Yeah, I, I actually don't have um I I don't have a good um sort of uh I don't think I have an up to date view to to compare to Thorchain, but my understanding is that um the interoperability is like the big the big thing. So Squid is um you know, we have this cross chain native swap capability and we do it by integrating with DAXs all around every ecosystem. So you know, we're not limited to our own liquidity. We we integrate with Curve and Uniswap on um, on the EVM chains. We have you know partnerships with a bunch of great DEXs, and then on the Cosmos side, we have also partnerships with great DEXs. So you know, our liquidity is much more flexible potentially. And then, um, so <clears throat> I think you could um, we maybe we'll have better prices. Um, but the interoperability I'm talking about is this you know buying an NFT across chains or doing um doing some DeFi staking to a validator across chains um i think that piece is going to be a lot um more uh a lot easier to do via axelar and squid just because of um that gmp like message passing um ibc first sort of approach that we have so i think i think that would be where i'd yeah how i'd answer that yeah, that, that, that makes sense. And honestly, a little bit like where my understanding was like the interoperability piece, um, you know, you know, moving past that with general message passing. So I think, I think that's good. I think that makes sense. Um, another thing that I was that I was a little curious about, I, I think I saw a, a partnership or two on Twitter. Um, so is there any, you know, different projects that you're working with other than Axelar, of course? Um, you know, partnerships, collaborations, maybe future things, um, maybe even some alpha that you want to share, um, kind of things you're working on currently or for the future. Mm. <laughs> um, what alpha can I drop? I mean, so what do we, I mean, we have partnerships, um, I think announced on, uh, on a bunch of EVM chains. So the big DEXs on, um, so, uh, Polygon, we have QuickSwap. Uh, we're going to be launching cross-chain swaps on their front end using Squid. 
Uh, same thing with Stellar Swap on Moonbeam, Beam Swap on Moonbeam, um, Trasolaris on Aurora, and yeah, we have partnerships in the works. More of them uh, on other chains that I'm not sure if I can announce. Um, Umi are a um, Cosmos chain that I can I think I can talk about. So they'll be using uh, the Squid widget to allow um, people to you know onboard into their chain. Um, that's once we enable. Um, so we're building building out swaps. We're working with Osmosis to um, to get swaps, um, Cosmos swaps happening so that we can get any token on any Cosmos chain. Um, also working with a few other Cosmos DEXs. Um, I don't know if I can mention, but Kajira have also been um, uh, working with Squid using us to... Um, to bridge assets so you know via axelar you can't bridge native eth you have to have wrapped eth and we released a product with them i think a week or two ago which allows you to bridge native eth across um and there'll be more exciting things coming sort of in that direction too um yeah i think we have oh yeah we have a, a partnership with um, a wallet called Bit Bitkeep, which is you know really big in Asia. Apparently, um, they're they're a big wallet. Actually, we're really happy with that partnership, and they'll be integrating Squid into the uh, swaps inside that wallet. Got a bunch of partnerships with um, <clears throat> with more wallets who um, should be using Squid for swapping between assets as well. That was a bit of a train of things. Hope hope that was satisfied you, Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> No, it did. Um, I, I think big takeaway, right, is like lots of partnerships. <laughs> so, you know, anywhere that in Cosmos, even outside of Cosmos, that no longer wants wrapped assets is, is probably going to be looking at Squid, um, mm. <laughs> at least is my takeaway, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the plan. <laughs> um, yeah, we'd love to work with, you know, Cosmos, any Cosmos app or chain. Um, I think we're speaking to, to most of the chains, but... Um, anyone out there who who wants um, wants this, we're happy to you know put resources into building something specific. So yeah, reach out. Yeah, I um yeah still still looking for hands, but that's okay. You know we got some we got a little bit of a shy audience today. No problem. I'll fill up the space. <laughs> but uh, I, I I guess before we move on, I, I did want to ask also about uh, I saw a partnership with Eclipse Pad. Which seemed to be, you know, a little bit different than some of the other partnerships I was expecting, you know, like an IDO launchpad platform. So, is um, Squid trying to do something different here? And maybe you can expand on this for the audience. Nice, yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention Eclipse. Um, yeah, they they've been they've actually really taken on the the cross chain vision and understand it really well. Um, so the the idea there is that. Um, Users who want to participate in IDOs that so Eclipse is on um, be launching on Juno, and if they want to participate in, in IDOs in the Cosmos, then they can do that now with from any um, any EVM chain. I think the first integration uh, simply is just depositing assets, getting assets onto Juno, so that you can you can use the application. But then, as we build out um, the Cosmos message passing layer, then you should be able to participate. So not um, not two clicks where you know you do one click just to bridge assets or swap assets over to Juno uh, natively, and then you'd have to do another transaction to enter the IDO. But we could um, should be able to fairly easily build it so that 
you can participate in an IDO from any chain. Um, and yeah, I'm super excited about that. I think it's a nice way to to um, to onboard people into the cosmos for sure. Yeah, that's really interesting because because you know I feel like most people you know appreciate being at the at the launch of projects. <laughs> Everyone wants that early first mover advantage. So so the ability to be to be able to do that even when you're not on that native chain um, is is pretty interesting. So. Yeah, I, I'll be really interested to to learn more about that and see how that plays out, how successful it is in um, in the future. Nice. Yeah, we'll keep you up to date. For sure. So maybe you can also talk about like we've talked about a lot of the the good things um, and and a lot of the future and the and the opportunity that that Squid is is bringing to Cosmos. Um, maybe you can talk about some of like the challenges you're facing. Um, or, or things that you face? Yeah, definitely. I mean, building cross-chain is really hard. Um, and like, that's what we're trying to, we're trying to solve that so that we make it easy for people to, to build on top of us. Um, and, you know, a lot of that is, you know, Axla have been amazing. They, um, they've done, built a lot of infrastructure around this too. It's sort of, it's reliability, right? We've got these decentralized, um, decentralized networks which are running you know computation and agreeing on it and then we have you know Axel is now connected to 30 different networks and we squid has to be able to um, connect to all of them to re report back to our developers or our users um, the status of like an asset transfer or a swap no matter like where it is whether it's written in cosmosm or whether it's like an ibc transfer or if it's in solidity um so all of that complexity is sort of where we're where we're solving like putting our hard work into so that um to make the developer experience a lot better um that's probably where like i've i've had um yeah, we've we've had the most most troubles is just getting reliable, you know, RPC endpoints. You guys are validators, you understand that, I guess. Like it's um it's sort of the infrastructure piece is the um is where a lot of the work gets put into. Yep, that uh totally makes sense from our side. If if you don't mind us asking, um, you know, how how big is the team that Squid is working with right now? Yeah, yeah. We're um we're nine people. So we've got okay. seven developers and two non-developers. Okay, yeah, um, pretty decently sized team. That, I mean, that's good. That's good. Um, and so, you know, may, maybe a, another thing to ask about that we just talked about the challenges. Like, well, what are the next steps um, for the audience here? Like, what is the next steps that that Squid is is trying to focus on? Maybe in the next, you know, sixty to ninety days, and moving forward. Oops, sorry. Um, I was on mute. Um, yeah, so the the next the the big thing will be launching this widget. I'm super excited. So we'll we'll be going live with swaps on all those decks as I mentioned, um, as well as a few more, and just you know getting a bunch of volume and uh, seeing how people move around different ecosystems. Um, so launching the widget to mainnet uh, will be uh, a big milestone for us, and then. Uh, the next goal will be getting integrations um, with more sort of interoper interoperability um, 
sort of use cases that we've talked about, the all the NF, cross-chain NFTs, cross-chain DeFi, um, staking, you know, all those things. Um, getting some great examples of those live on mainnet to to show like what's possible. And then the you know leveling up the cosmos side of things will be uh, that's honestly like what I'm most excited about for now is just getting this, you know, any any native token on the cosmos and EVM to Cosmos contract calls. I think it's just going to be, yeah, I'm super excited to see it happen. So um, those are the three things that'd be the, the widget to mainnet, um, interoperability examples, and yeah, general message passing between EVM and Cosmos. Yeah, um, some really really exciting stuff. Um, got another transmission here from from Dr. Dosecoin, another, another question. Uh, so he's asking about, I guess in a post recently when you talked about your widget, uh, you mentioned setting new cross-chain standards. So he wants to really understand or dig deeper into what, what you mean by that. Yeah, I think, um, well, first of all, it's just being like true to our word and in being any token to any token. There's a lot of cross-chain swaps, like quote-unquote, out there who support a bunch of tokens, but you can't actually swap from every token to every token it's um you know you might select your source token and then suddenly the two token list dries up um i don't know if that makes sense to, to your audience but actually creating this proper interoperability where you have you know full generic you know programming ability um with tokens and then also with with um uh with contract calls and then with the widget design itself yeah we've we've done a a ton of work into the the UX and UI of it, and one of the big challenges has been, um, which I think not many people have really had to solve yet, um, is logging in with an EVM wallet and a Cosmos wallet. Um, just that simple. Sounds simple, but um, you know, UX is all about making things as simple as possible for the user, and like you, you don't want many instructions to be on the page at any one time, and trying to direct the user through that experience of logging with their say metamask and then logging with their kepler or whatever wallet they're using um and still having it make sense has been i think where we've made there's a few little tricks in the ui which i think we're really proud of um which we're hoping to continue now when you know we start expanding the functionality um yeah that's um that's probably yeah, no, I, I, and I definitely think the piece when you, when you came to talk about like, you know, not having to log in with two wallets, maybe open a hundred browsers, browser tabs. Like, I think most people can understand that. Um, I think at the beginning you mentioned something about like, I, I didn't quite catch it. You said something about like, uh, token dry up. Um, and then you were like, if your audience understands it, which you know I didn't really understand it. <laughs> so may, maybe you can go back to that piece. Yeah. Oh man, sorry. Is my I don't know if my connection's bad, but um, but what I what I was saying is that you you have some sort of cross chain swap or or transfer applications where they may say that they they support you know like hundreds of tokens, and you know theoretically they they do, but you can't swap um, any token to any token in, in the list. Sometimes if you if you have um, you log into the application and you set the from token is USDC on Polygon. Maybe suddenly all you can do is get USDC in a certain bridge wrapped version on all the other chains. Whereas with Squid, 
you know, we still have the list of 100 tokens on every chain, um, which, well, you know, theoretically any token on any chain, which you can swap between. So that's, um, yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, yeah, no, I, I think I understand it. Um, but I, I guess I'm confused. You're saying like where you, you know, they're displaying that and you try to make the swap, but you're not able to make it happen on, on the user side. So so maybe you can explain for the audience a little bit, like what is the difference between Squid and the and these other um, protocols? Like, you know, why is it Squid able to make it happen, but these others aren't? Yeah, it's because of general message passing. Um, the way that we've, integrated it's it's because we integrate with the dexes that you know we don't have our own liquidity basically we we just basically the way i like to think about it is that if you were to do all your research and like and work out the perfect way to swap your assets to and bridge to get from one place to another and get token to another um you can do that with Squid. There's, there's zero limitations, and that's because of Axelar's general message passing and and soon to be like the IBC functionality. Um, yeah, rather than being forced to go through a certain type of bridge or a certain type of swapping function to go cross chain, um, we just we get to use the the full power of you know every ecosystem has its own own type of um, own type of DEX, and that's what we use. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I think that makes sense. You know, just the point of being able to access liquidity from, you know, essentially everywhere, right? That's the vision. That's the goal. Yeah. That's uh, as opposed to, you know, this kind of like siphon liquidity in, in one place. And then, you know, you're not actually able to maybe execute the swaps or the, the trades or the, or the route that maybe is most beneficial to you. If, if I'm kind of summing that up correctly. Yeah, that's perfect. Exactly. Just the accessing any liquidity, um, not being forced to to go through certain certain things. Yeah. Great, great. I'm scanning. I'm scanning. Looking for uh, looking for questions. Um, I don't. I don't think we. I don't think we have any. Um, that's okay. I'll, I'll I'll keep asking, unless Dr. Dosecoin. Okay, he did. He he's got one. Our number one community member today, Dr. Dosecoin. Uh, no voice. He said, okay, so apparently he was asking about your two non-tech team members. So I guess we're going back to the the team structure here. So are they in marketing? Like what like what is kind of their role in the company? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, so you've got me. I, I sort of um I'm technical, but I do also do a lot of BD and partnerships. Um, but then the two two members I was talking about, we've got uh, my co-founder Christina, who is you know, she's got a long background in crypto. Um, she was a community manager before uh, before Squid, and or head of community and ecosystem partnerships. She's been um, yeah, she's been uh, working on closing our raise and working on sort of uh, the legal side of things coordinating op operations and yeah marketing with so uh, she's doing that and we've got alice as well who's um yeah got a background in marketing creative technology and she's been doing um all sorts of things actually she's been working on the design of the of the widget um working with our branding agency on you know all of the the brand stuff she's uh, on community doing um announcements and marketing as well 
Yeah. So maybe, maybe to pull on this, um, you know, marketing thread here, uh, how, how does, how does squid kind of plan to onboard new users? Is it, is it more just, you know, build the tech, uh, people will come as it's integrated, um, or, or is there a more deliberate plan? (laughs) Um, no, I think a few of us in squid don't have, we, we don't really like that, uh, that, build it and they will come sort of approach i think it's really cool but and it's possible in in crypto but we you know our main goal is to get partnerships um we don't necessarily need to need to push out to get a bunch of users ourselves though you know we're we're trying to grow a community as well and um are going to build that but i think yeah integrations with with key partners is the thing and just by offering the best sort of interoperability solution along with Axelar, can working with them to um, to get yeah key partnerships in each ecosystem, and then um, as we yeah as we grow those partnerships, then we get more transactions, and you know we we find out more um, more like uses for the protocol. So that's been our strategy. Okay, yeah, uh, I think I think that all makes sense. That makes sense. And uh, I, I guess we, we might as well ask this, but is the team currently looking for new talent? Uh, may, maybe there's someone out there in the audience. Is that something y'all are looking for right now? Yeah, definitely. We're actually, um, we're hiring right now. So if if there are any Cosmos developers, um, any, any developers really who are in crypto, um, we'd love to chat to them. Um, yeah, we're looking to, we're, yeah, really excited to build out this evm to cosmos side of things and i think that's where uh, we'd really love to to meet someone who's who's um going to bring a lot of value but you know open to anyone who's who's got a good attitude and good vibe yeah that that's that's great to hear and so for the for these developers and or you know people trying to get into it um should they dm you um how should they reach out to kind of be connected yeah, welcome to DM me, hundred percent. Just um, yeah, find my Twitter. It's at ecdsafu, um, ecdsafu, and um, or you can go to Squid website. There's a there's a big thing up on the top saying we're hiring. Um, I think it might direct you to an email. So that's the Squid website is zero xsquid.com or our Discord, of course. Just pop in. I think uh, I just got another question from the audience. So uh, what about interns? <laughs> is that a, is that a possibility or not really part of the plans right now? Yeah, hundred percent. Always open to interns. I mean, we have an AI intern right now who's doing really well. I don't know if you've seen, but we have a, we have a Twitter account who's a, um, an AI. Um, but yeah, reach yeah, out you to me. Heard, you heard it here. If you want to be an intern for squid, I, I won't, I won't um, dime out the person who 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 asked that question, but you know who to DM if you want to, you know, make the opportunity happen. So that's that's good to hear. Yeah. So I it. think we're. Uh, oh no, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Big. No, just encouraging the anonymous intern that uh, that might happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I I agree too, and I know this person personally. So so I think I think they should reach out if they're interested. <laughs> Good, good person, good background. Um, so we're kind of we're kind of rounding up here. We've we've got you know eight minutes eight minutes left. 
Uh, so maybe is there is there anything that you wanna you wanna cover at this point? Like anything we missed? Um, any like last things that you want to you know give to the audience? Whether or not it's a you know elevator pitch for like why you should be part of Squid, um, or if you have a call to action where you're like, hey, like go do this right now to help support Squid. Uh, you know, just happy to hear it kind of give you the stage at this time. Yeah, I mean, I would, um, I'd love to see some hackathon projects built on Squid. So I, if anyone wants to do a short project, um, we've got our docs online, um, docs.0xsquid.com. And, or just reach out to me with an idea for, for something cross-chain. Um, if you've got experience, you know, it doesn't matter if it's just EVM or EVM and Cosmos or even just Cosmos. Um, yeah, we're really, like we're trying to build infrastructure that, that lasts. And I think in the bear market, um, this is, this is what I'm most excited about. I think crypto, you know, is at this point where we're trying to move the infrastructure into the background and then what we're, what we're doing and moving it to the background is hopefully going to unlock the next um, sort of scaling and um, modularity, like you know, inflection point that allows hopefully the next big applications to be built. Um, and yeah, just super excited to talk with anyone about ideas cross chain interoperability. So yeah, please reach out. Yeah, it, it it sounds like you'll have a, a great team and and you know, just from our small interactions, I, I know you had a lot with Dr. Dosecoin already, but you know, you seem like a very personable, very friendly team. So um we will make sure that also gets out to the rest of our audience that couldn't attend today to, you know, please reach out. Uh please keep a lookout for Squid. And you know, if you are listening today, um I will, you know, give the call out. You'll see the the yellow uh profile pic right there with the the trippy squid art uh, you know click on the profile uh give them a follow and and stay up to date on what they're what they're doing for cosmos because they're building some some key infrastructure here as well as you know fig this is a th this is a person that you probably want to you know keep in your contact list um stay up to date with so um make sure you're following following these people um and and really at this point also you know <laughs> I got to give a shout out to Orbital Command um, you know part of this team love this team uh, we're committed uh, to doing these spaces and and having this time with the community because uh, we think it's important uh, to educate and uh, as a validator we have more than our just basic duties of of validating blocks uh, so you know at this time I'd just like to say you know uh, thank you uh, for coming here uh, Fig and and Squid. Um, also, a shout out to uh, Finn from Terra Spaces, who you'll see in the audience, who you know graciously donates his time and his effort and his multiple computers to make sure these spaces are recorded. And um, thank you to the rest of our audience that that could be here and join us today. It's all it's always a pleasure to, to talk with all of you, even though none of you ask questions today. <laughs> I will forgive you, uh, but yeah, it, it was a blast. Um, thank you, everyone. Thanks so much, guys. That was really fun. Keep it up. Thank you, Fig. Really appreciate you being on this, brother. Um, and to anyone that is wanting to know what we've got coming up <clears throat> in the near future, apologies for my voice. Um, Zodiac, Umlet, and Nauticus are the next few spaces that are coming on. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for those, uh, and we'll see you there. In the meantime, take care.
Look after yourselves and have a great Christmas and New Year's. Cheers, guys. See ya. See you later. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Orbital Command hosting a chat with Squid about how to make anything cross-chain. Recorded on Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Laser beam focused, Starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den vision in the middle men listen to the fatal man play a little ditty then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next bubble billion talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next bubble billion Little den envision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedalitha metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds view. Gotta find cover. Wipe off the bird poop. Ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth. Slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a base, make a call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a billion. Vision in the middle men listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next billion talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next billion Channel spaces